Hi ladies, welcome back to the April Bronze channel. I'm April and this video is going to be my advice on the top 10 things I think you need to know in your 20s. So this video is perfect for you ladies in your 20s because I believe that if you remember to live by these 10 things and put them into action today, you will be set up for a successful and fulfilling life. But at the same time, it can also be useful for anyone who's now past their 20s and they just want to get their life in order because it's never too late to start. As with anything on this channel, everything I say is just my opinion and it's up to you to decide whether or not it's something you want to implement in your life. I've ranked the list from 1 to 10 with the most important one at number 1. So be sure to stick around until the end to hear what I think are the most important tips for your 20s. Now with that being said, here are the top 10 things I think you need to know in your 20s. Number 10. Be open to learning. I believe it's really important to make sure that you're open to learning in every aspect of your life. Even with this list, if you're not open to learning, then you're not going to be able to get anything of value from it. And that's how you should operate with every and anything in your life. You should strive to be a genuine person who accepts and understands that they're growing, especially in your 20s, and that there's so much that can be learned from other people. We're always going to be changing. We're always going to develop as human beings. And if you're open to learning, then you're much more approachable, teachable, and much more likely to be successful in life. Number nine, pay attention to your skills and what makes you unique. It's very important to know and always remember that you are unique, as well as to do things that develop your skills, embrace and hone in on that uniqueness. In your 20s, you're at that early stage of really starting to learn who you are and the things that you can do that make you special and different from most people. Pay attention to this. It can be key in helping you to build a future for yourself. So lean into that singing talent everyone has always praised you about. Perhaps you're good at writing or excellent at solving complex problems or teaching others. There are so many ways that we can make money and build an exciting life for ourselves with our talents. But first, we have to recognize that they're even there and then we have to sharpen them to perfection. So whatever it might be for you, make sure that you pay attention to it. Pay attention to the things that you could do every day, even if nobody paid you for it. And think about ways to utilize those skills and talents. Number eight, establish good habits. I cannot stress enough how much establishing good habits in your 20s is an absolute game changer. These habits will define who you are in your 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond. Also, if you plan to have children in the future, it will also define how you raise your children, the values you instill in them from the habits you encourage them to develop. 
There are key things that will shape their future and their children's future and so on. You get the drift. So it's really important to get into good habits. Now, what do I mean by good habits? Well, firstly, I would recommend that you make a list. Make a list now, especially in your 20s, to develop habits that are important to you. Habits that mean something to you. Things that you know yourself would make you a better person based on what you might be struggling with right now or what you might see others doing really well and you'd like to emulate that. Some suggestions for your list are making sure that you're not a messy person. Create a cleaning schedule if you need it and practice tidying up after yourself because the cleanliness of your space greatly affects your mood, which in turn affects your aura. Your aura affects your personality and your personality inevitably affects your life. Something else you could do is to make sure that you're always on time. I myself... (laughs) I am not perfect at this one, but I had to learn the hard way in my 20s that being on time says a great deal about your level of discipline. And it's something you should really try to hone in on in your 20s. It will save you a lot of hassle as an adult, especially once you start working or making important plans with other people. Other things are just as important, such as waking up on time planning out your day, meditating, regularly setting yourself aspiring goals. There are lots and lots of things that can help you to shape your life. But the first thing to do is to make a list of the habits yourself and work on sticking to them every day. Good habits are fundamental in ensuring that your life is as fulfilling and as structured and as happy as it can be. You won't get it right straight away. Nothing worth having comes easy, but you will most definitely get there with discipline and persistence. Number seven, prioritize travel. Okay, so this one may come as a surprise to many. Given the amount of stick that millennials and Gen Zs get for jetting all around the world, some believe irresponsibly, may I add, And others would even bet money that all this traveling around is just for the gram. However, whilst I'm not a Gen Z, I myself am a millennial and I know the value of a good getaway. It's what life is all about. Exploring, having new experiences, creating memories that you will cherish forever. Now, whilst I did have my fair share of traveling around in my 20s, I can't honestly say that I've been able to travel to faraway lands and laze around on beaches all the time. However, I know for certain that most people don't always remember or even care how much that amazing trip on that sunny beach with their closest friends cost them once they return home. All they remember is the memories, how they made them feel and how much fun they had. That's the power of memories. So don't take life too seriously that you don't go around making memories. Travel when you can. This one is also particularly important for those who plan on having children in the future. 
And that's not to say because you can't travel with children or you can't travel with a partner in the future, but it's really important to travel in your 20s because you don't have as many commitments. And the beauty of not having as many commitments is that you can plan and make decisions that primarily impact only you. That is one of the perks of being in your 20s. So take advantage of it. Travel as much as you can. Now, realistically, sometimes that might not always be possible. It might not always even be easy. And chances are, you probably won't be able to travel around as much as you like. But that's why I recommend that you should travel as much as you reasonably can, not whenever you want. If you're working in your 20s, and most of you are likely to be working, then you should be able to put some money aside, even if it's only a small amount, to allow yourself to go somewhere every now and then even if it's only once a year to start off with, and maybe not always somewhere far and really expensive. Be responsible with your money. Don't put lavish trips on credit cards or borrow money to go on trips you can't afford. Because honestly, this will only impact you negatively later on. If it leads to you neglecting other aspects of your life, then it's just not worth it. That's what I would say about that. However, financially planning it properly and being able to travel and see the world, it will allow you to meet new people from all different walks of life. It will broaden your understanding of the world and it will just make you an overall better, well-rounded human being to be around and a better person within yourself. Number six, cultivate your independence. Being independent is fundamental for everybody. Like the saying goes, we came into this world alone and we will leave it in the same way. Knowing this, it's important to ensure you know how to lean on yourself and develop a sense of self-efficiency. I have a daughter and my husband makes a point of trying to spoil her and keep her in baby mode. Really, she's just a little daddy's girl. But I always stress how important it is for us, even at this very early age of under five years old, to teach her to rely on herself. And in your 20s, this is when this becomes even more important. The time for being coddled and babied by your parents needs to be firmly behind you in your 20s. The necessity to fully rely on others is cute when you're a five-year-old princess, But no one finds it cute, nor will they take you seriously in your 20s with the same traits. Now, don't get me wrong. We should all have people we can lean on and go to for help and support. But cultivating your independence is all about making sure that in the grand scheme of things, you can rely on yourself to do most things. Because believe me, there's nothing worse than feeling like you can't take care of yourself. Essential skills such as learning how to cook. Yes, learn how to cook to make a meal for yourself. Learn how to make a decent meal for others because you're not always going to be able to go out and buy food. Sometimes, as we've seen with the pandemic and everyone being told to stay in their homes, you will have to do things for yourself that you may not always be used to doing. So ladies, take the time to learn how to cook. And in the age of YouTube videos where everything is accessible online, this is even easier than it used to be in the past. Also, I would say learn how to drive if you can. 
It's good to be able to get around and rely on yourself in that regard, even if you don't necessarily buy a car, because I know many people live in big cities with transportation galore. But at least you know that in the case of an emergency, or if you really needed to, you can drive yourself from point A to B. In other aspects of being independent, such as learning how to do research, and those other things are also fundamental. Knowing how to find out something for yourself is really important, and it's definitely a skill you should try to hone in on in your 20s. Whatever you do, learn how to be independent because you're going to need it throughout your life. Number five, pay attention to your mental health. We all go through so many different things throughout our lives. We all go through numerous challenges, experiences, and so many ups and downs that sometimes it can take a toll on our mental health. And it's so important to make sure that you pay attention to your mental health and you put things in place to help you to deal with difficult situations. To deal with the different experiences that can leave you feeling stressed and down. Because really, we're all here to live the best possible lives we can and be the best possible versions of ourselves that we can be. Therefore, we all need to make sure that we can cope and we can carry on going even when things get really hard. Because there's always going to be that sunnier day on the horizon. You just have to be patient and resilient enough to wait for it to rise. So how can you take care of your mental health? Well, there are many ways to take care of yourself mentally. Some of the most common ways at the moment involve some form of therapy, such as talking therapy, where you talk to a qualified or certified professional about the things that are bothering you and they listen, but they also walk you through those issues and try to help you come out on the other side. Sometimes this can be paid for privately But almost all of the times you can access this through your personal GP, through your doctor. There's also tools such as cognitive behavioural therapy, which helps people to identify stress triggers and put coping strategies in place to limit its negative impact on your life. So if you feel that you're incredibly stressed, feeling excessively down or anxious, If you feel that you're beginning to feel depressed or that you're finding it hard to do things that you would normally do in your everyday life, I would recommend that you reach out to your doctor and they'll be able to refer and help you in numerous ways. Mind, for example, is an amazing service that you can access through the NHS here in the UK. And I'm sure if you go to your doctor, there's so many other things you can be referred to that will help you. So starting in your 20s, Pay attention and take care of your mental health. This will help to set you up properly for the long haul. I've included some links down below in the description box to get you started on thinking about your mental health and for you to reach out if you need any professional assistance at this point in time. Number four, take care of your physical health. This one is not one that I need to harp on about because we all know what we need to be doing. We're told about it often enough. Now, we all know how important it is to take care of our physical health. We all know how important it is to make sure that we're eating the right foods, sleeping well and taking time to exercise each day. 
even if this is just going for a 20 minute walk every day or doing a free YouTube video in your own home. I know this can be difficult given the fast paced and demanding life we live today. Building it into your routine is not going to be easy, but it's definitely something that you will benefit from greatly. As we grow older, there are so many things in our bodies that deteriorate and making sure that you're keeping yourself healthy as early as in your 20s will set you up for life. Okay, so number three is something that is very close to my heart. And that is understanding what I call the reap and sow principle. I'm sure some of you have heard about it already. So what do I mean by the reap and sow principle? Well, in its most basic form, you need to understand in your 20s that whatever you reap, you will sow. Whatever you put out there, you will get back and often tenfold. It's important to ensure you're putting out the right kind of energy in order for you to get back and benefit from the right kind of energy. And that's in every aspect of your life. So if you want to get money in life, you have to give money in life. You have to be a giving person and you will reap the benefits of that. This also goes for how you approach people. If you are a kind and confident, funny, or just simply a genuine person, when you meet people, people are most likely to be that same way to you. We've all heard the saying that karma comes around and that it's always going to be the case. All of that is wrapped up in the principle of reaping what you sow. The laws surrounding giving and receiving, karma, or even manifesting the things you want in life by raising your vibration frequency, to me, it all boils down to the same thing. And it's all pretty much the same thing. The fact that you will always reap what you sow. You do well to learn that in your 20s and remember it throughout your life. It will serve a great purpose. We're almost there, guys. So number two, start investing now. I know, I know, investing again. Everybody seems to be talking about investing right now. There's so many videos on YouTube, some probably even being uploaded right this minute on investing. But it's all the rage for a good reason. My husband and I both now invest in stocks and shares, property and have been working on building up our saving pot for years. But honestly, much of the information I know now about investing in my early 30s, I had no idea about in my 20s. I wish someone had pulled me aside and told me about it in my 20s. So I'm here to give you the message directly from the future. (laughs) Start investing your money now to ensure that it's working for you even in your sleep. I will also make videos in the future going into more detail about what I know about investing and why it's important for you to start now in your 20s. One of the key and most important aspects of investing is the concept of time. Time in investing is fundamental for seeing remarkable growth in your portfolio. And what do you have more in your 20s than time, right? (laughs) Your 30s will still be considered fairly young and you have a whole 10 years before your 30s. 
So in your 20s, it's important to start investing. I think of the content in this channel being for all those girls who are currently a younger version of myself. My daughter in the future when she becomes an early adult. And all my gorgeous, and I mean gorgeous, female cousins and close family friends who are currently in their 20s right now. So I can't help but to ensure that finance is also brought up in the content that I plan to create. However, the main point is, if you're working in your 20s, then start investing some of that money. At the very least, start saving a decent amount of that money, even if it's not going to be in stocks and shares at the moment. Put it away to be invested when you better understand this stuff after doing a bit more research. With that being said, to aid you with investing and saving, stay living at home for as long as you can, if you're comfortable, and not being chased out by unhealthy living situations or family members. If you're comfortable and you're not being chased out, then stay at home. Saving is a big part of investing in your future. Making sure that you have a pension is a big part of investing in your future. It really doesn't matter what you earn. Put some of it away, even if it's just a little bit, because you will reap the benefits in the future. Okay, so we are almost at the end of the list. And I have saved what I consider to be one of the most important things in this list to last. Now, like I said, this list is ranked according to my opinion. And quite frankly, it wasn't even easy to rank in order of priority because I think that everything on this list is so important that any of them could have been number one, depending on what your outlook is in life. However, I'm a very family and relationships orientated person. So you can guess. So here it is, guys. Number one. Choose your friendships and relationships wisely. Now, all of the things I've said thus far are super important. However, in my opinion, human beings are social creatures. Science has proven that. And nothing defines us more than the relationships we have with other human beings. Nothing shapes us more than our experiences with people who are close to us, such as our parents and families at the very early stages of our life, our friends and foes throughout our lives, our colleagues at work, regardless of what line of work you're in. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have colleagues in the same field. And eventually our romantic relationships, they all play a huge role in shaping who we are. Often you can't always choose your family members or the colleagues you will end up having to work with. But in my opinion, you can sometimes manage to limit contact and interactions with distant family members or colleagues who you don't get on with and people like that who make you feel negatively. However, what we really can choose, what we have total control over is our friends and our romantic partners. So why make an uncalculated, unproductive choice at this stage? Why make a choice that doesn't benefit you or brings you misery in any way, shape or form? So in your 20s, be sure to choose your friendships and relationships wisely. Okay, so when it comes to friendships, how can you choose your friends more wisely? 
Well, I believe in the principle of categorizing people in your life correctly. Knowing the difference between an acquaintance, a friend, a close friend who you've known since childhood, a friend of a friend, even a frenemy. Although I tend to remove these types of so-called friends from my life as quickly as they came in. But we'll keep frenemies in there. All of this is very important and can save you a whole bunch of stress and drama in the long run if you just categorize them properly in the first place. Not everybody is your best friend. Not everybody needs to know everything about your life or have unlimited access to you. You can have really good friends at work, colleagues, who you treat very differently when it comes to your actual friends who you've known since you were young. And that doesn't make you a bad person or a fake person. It just means that you understand and set boundaries when it comes to friendships, depending on how you know them and how close you are to them and what you know about them. This is entirely normal and wise human behavior. This approach is paramount when it comes to protecting you against people who may not always have your best interests at heart especially as many of us tend to be naive, bubbly and carefree in our 20s. At times, this can even be the difference between you being alive and well or getting seriously hurt or killed. I know, I know, (laughs) that was a bit dramatic. But your friends can get you into things that you would never have even had the opportunity to have stumbled into had you chosen your friends more wisely. So study new friends closely before you let them in. Create a close-knit circle of friends that it's not easy to get into. And not in that mean girl, you can't sit with us kind of way. But just a trusted number of people in your life who you know are true friends. Okay, so how can you choose your romantic relationships more wisely? (sighs) This one can be a bit more loaded and complex in my opinion and it's something that deserves a video in its own right but I can give you the basics of what I think you need to know in your 20s about choosing romantic relationships more wisely. Firstly, write down the three qualities that are most important to you in a partner and don't budge on these. These should be your absolute minimums. For example, kindness, loyalty, honesty, trustworthiness, intelligence. All of these things and other qualities of that nature are great things that can be used when thinking about the best person to pair up with. You need to identify which of these mean the most to you. So write a list and narrow it down to three fundamental qualities that they must have as these will inform your boundaries, the things you deserve and won't accept any less from a partner. Now, we all have different things that we want from people we're involved in romantically and to choose a partner more wisely, it's important to know exactly what you want. Just because loyalty is important to me doesn't mean it will be important to you. And contrary to popular belief, that is perfectly fine. It's not about what that person does that should determine what you feel about the relationship, but how that action actually makes you feel. 
about that relationship. If you feel unhappy, uncertain, unloved, unsupported, then their actions are having a negative effect on you. So that person is probably not a wise choice for you. But if the way they are blends perfectly with your personality and it doesn't bother you, then why make a fuss? For example, I'm a bit of a chatterbox. (laughs) I'm sure you've noticed. I am big on communication. So a partner that I can't laugh and talk to is a big no-no for me. That relationship will go nowhere. But for another woman who prefers silent moments, time alone, minimal conversation, this trait in a partner might be perfectly fine. It might even be desirable to them. This is also important because it allows you to be realistic. If you limit yourself to three main qualities that are important to you, then it's easier to know whether that person meets the criteria that you set at a very basic level or not. It will also make sure that you're not slapdash about the people you get into relationships with. Secondly, on the basis of choosing a romantic partner more wisely, please trust your instincts. I can't stress that enough. Please, please trust your instincts, ladies. Trust the vibes that you get from someone from the outset. Human beings are very complex and spiritual beings. The universe is vast and full of vibrations. Everything has a vibration. So when you get a gut feeling that something isn't right in any situation, and I'm not just talking romantically at this point, then it probably isn't. Your gut will tell you so. It's important for you to listen and trust yourself when it comes to how you feel in your 20s. Don't ignore the red flags when you meet someone at early stages. I know that no one is perfect. So depending on the personality flaw or the severity of the mistake, I have always tried to live by the three strikes and you're out rule. Because that way, you can't say that you didn't get a second chance. Especially in my 20s when I knew that the decisions I made in my 20s will become my lived experiences in my 30s. Okay, so I can't tell you to live by the three strikes rule if it doesn't fit with your outlook and your approach in life. But it's what I've always done and I believe it saved me a lot of time and stress in the past. So trust what you feel inside and if it's telling you to be guarded and cautious, then be guarded and cautious with that person. This is also the case for positive feelings towards someone. If your instincts are telling you to continue to get to know this person, that you really like this person, then don't judge them on anything other than the content of their character, their actions towards you and their actions towards others. And my last tip on romantic partners is to pay attention to what you have in common. A truly sustainable relationship is one where the people involved have things in common and find value in sharing this commonality with each other. Choosing someone wisely is about looking at what you can bring to the relationship for that person and what that person can bring to the relationship for you. Otherwise, why even bother? Make sure that you align in things such as morals. Make sure that you agree on basic future plans and goals. So as already mentioned, 
I will make a number of videos down the line going into a bit more detail about this stuff because I appreciate that it's quite complex. But for now, the main three things to keep in mind when choosing a partner wisely are defining and sticking to your three qualities or basic requirements for a partner and don't budge. Trusting your instincts at all times. Vibrations are real. They're not just a buzzword. (laughs) And paying attention to what you have in common and whether your morals align. I can't stress enough how much relationships significantly impact our lives, who we are, who we become, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about others and how we treat others. So that's why I believe it's number one. Choose your friendships and relationships wisely. In addition, your family is really important and forms a big part of the type of relationships you have. So prioritize and make time for your family. So long as you have a kind, loving and supportive family. And even if you don't, there's other people in your life who will play the role of family sometimes. And it's important that you know who those people are. You keep them close and you make them a priority. Because nobody is promised tomorrow. And making sure that you establish a close-knit relationship with your family or people who are close enough to you for you to consider them family in your 20s means that you will have that much more love and support as you grow through life. And that's it, guys. That's my list on the top 10 things that you need to know in your 20s. Some of these I do definitely plan to go into more detail on in later videos, so look out for those. Please make yourself at home and comment with any tips that you believe I haven't covered but will be great for women in their 20s to know. I very much look forward to hearing them, so please share away. Also, let me know which tips resonated the most with you. I'd be very interested to know that because some of them are closer to my heart than others. And if you found these tips useful, please like, share this video and subscribe to my channel for more content of this nature. So there you have it, ladies. Thank you for watching. And until next time, know your worth and then add tax. Bye.